Welcome to Phone Emission Focus, discussing photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I wanted to kind of reflect, I suppose, on a, a post I saw on social media over the weekend, and it kind of got me thinking and about some of my own experiences, and I thought I might just share it because I thought there might be people out there who have times might be thinking the same thing. And basically, what it's about was a bit like the uh, Pink Floyd song, Is There Anyone Out There? Sometimes you can be posting stuff and putting stuff out on social media and you're not getting much, I suppose, much, seeing much kind of traction or you're not seeing too many people kind of responding to it. And interestingly, someone had put out a post saying about how they got a message from someone saying about how their photos they post this particular person love seeing the photos, it brings them a lot of joy, it, it kind of helps them get through their day. And for the photographer, that was a really powerful thing because quite often we put out stuff out there and we don't really know how it's impacting people, whether it's going to impact people in a positive way or a negative way. I mean, most photos that you put out there, you know, your, your hope is that it is going to affect people in a positive way and give them a positive experience. But sometimes you just don't know. So Quite often people do get to a point with their photography where they kind of get frustrated because they feel like they're doing all this effort, all this work, putting the photos out there and social media and they're not really getting big audience. Sometimes bigger is not better. Sometimes having a small audience of people who appreciate what you're doing and I can just remember, and it was probably about 10 years ago, I was at that point where I felt frustrated, burnt out, I was putting stuff out there, just really wasn't seeing, I suppose, people responding to it in a positive way or they, they weren't responding to it in a negative way, but they just, you know, you felt like you're, you're doing all this work. And I did a post saying that I'm at a point where I'm really, you know, struggling to kind of keep creating because I feel like I'm just creating for no reason, like I don't have a purpose, like funnily enough I got a couple of messages back from people saying oh please don't stop posting I I really enjoyed looking at your photographs even though I don't comment or or always like them but I just love seeing them in my feed and you know they really kind of spark joy in my life and you're kind of going oh okay and and that was kind of really nice that a couple people reached out and and did that and I suppose over the years I've had various different um, people reach out to me and express something about my photography, about how it, they have enjoyed it. And surprisingly, not many people do actually, you know, people. some people are sitting there and it's not until they think that they're going to lose it because you're going to say, hey, I'm not going to do it anymore because it's just getting too hard and no one seems to really appreciate what I'm doing. And then all of a sudden people will, will be kind of spurred into action to say, no, no, don't stop. I really enjoy what you're doing. So I know for a lot of people, it sometimes gets to that point where you feel like you're kind of banging your head against the wall. You're kind of out there producing stuff, making images, putting them out to the world, and you don't really know who's consuming them and what the effect on that person is. And like I said, after you know reading this post on the weekend and, and reinforced by similar experiences that I have, that people there are people out there listening, there are people out there watching and sometimes, like I said, they don't engage, but they are enjoying what you're doing. 
I know it's kind of sometimes, like I said, it, it is difficult, I think, as a creative to keep creating and then not have some type of recognition because I think as a creative, we all crave that recognition that someone, you know, gives us that pat on the back to say, hey, you're doing a good job or I really enjoy what you're doing or I, I like what, what you know, you could do with your camera. And I think it's kind of like I said, it, it, it is a challenge. I think if you produce something, you do want some type of feedback and the world doesn't always give feedback. And it's, you know, again, for whatever reasons, people sit there and they enjoy your work, but they don't actually give you that feedback. So you, there's no validation of what you're doing. Is And I, I think having validation as a, as a creative really helps you stay strong and really helps you creating. So I think it's kind of like I said, for all those people out there who are maybe at that point with their photography where they feel like they're just hitting the wall and just not kind of moving forward, they're not thinking that people are enjoying what they're doing, I think it's, like I said, it's 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 hard to keep pushing through, but I think, you know, you'll probably find that you, every one of us out there have somebody who kind of enjoys what we do and likes our work and and I suppose it'd be nice if everyone could reach out and look, it's for various different reasons why people don't kind of, I suppose, interact. Um, some people just want to sit there on the side and 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 just observe and I'm a part of a, a rather large Facebook group that I'm one of the admins for and, you know, every now and then we'll get a, a person will comment and they'll say, you know, oh, you know, long time stalker, first time poster. You know, they'll, they'll finally get to a point where They've been enjoying everyone's work, but they've just been sitting quietly on the sidelines, not actually acknowledging that they're actually there even watching. And look, people, like I said, for whatever reasons that people, you know, choose to do that, that's fine because that's your choice to, to whether you interact with a person or you don't interact with a person. But sometimes, like I said, you can, you know, still enjoy what that person does. But I think it's important to remember for creatives that, Giving some feedback can really make their day. It can it can really, I suppose, help them justify what they're doing and help them kind of um, keep that fire burning because it's it is it is hard at times. Like people will get to a point where it's very difficult to kind of keep producing, keep making stuff, um, creating. Because I mean, there's a lot of time and effort goes into whatever you are as a creative, whether you're painting, or you're writing or you're taking photographs, there's, there's lots of things that, you know, a lot of time has to be spent kind of, you know, honing your, honing your craft, um, creating new stuff. And the thing about it is, I mean, it gets to a point where you do get bored with some subjects, you know, like I can remember in my early days of photography, I absolutely loved sunsets and I was going shooting. I still love sunsets and I used to chase sunsets every afternoon religiously. I'd try and get to a position where I could capture the sunset, if there was a great sunset. And look, I, as a result of that, I mean, I truly saw some incredible sunsets. I was like standing sometimes at a lake and I'm the only person there and the sky is just doing this amazing colour show. And I'm just thinking, I'm the only one here that can see this um, at this particular point with the reflections on the water. But fortunately, with my camera, I can actually capture that and then share that with other people it's not always the same as actually being there yourself I think like sometimes because when you're kind of 
in a place like that when there's a beautiful sunset, there's usually a lot of other sounds around of birds or crickets or, you know, there's things making a noise. Sometimes there's the wind on the water and the water's lapping up against the shoreline. So all these things actually, I think, add to the experience when you're actually physically there. That kind of makes a part of that experience. But, I mean, photography is a great way of actually being able to capture that and share it. So, I mean, I did these, and it was it was several years that I did the sunset thing. I just, every afternoon, trying to chase a sunset. And I did get to the point where I kind of started to taper off because I started getting interested in shooting other stuff. And I think that's perfectly fine because what happens is, I think with photography, you you know, the the term journey gets thrown around quite a lot with photography and it, it is kind of a journey because you go through different stages with your photography and just like in a journey when you're, you know, whether you're riding your bike and you're on a flat road and then you come to some hilly hilly roads and then you come to some, you know, flat road again. So it's a journey. So it's a changing, changing environment. Photography is a bit like that, that if you do something, you might find, I'm not going to say get bored with it, but sometimes like it doesn't spark the same joy that that it did in the past. So sometimes you go chasing the, you're chasing the the thrill somewhere else from your photography, trying to capture something different. And if you don't kind of chase that that thrill, you're going to be probably stagnant as a photographer. You're not going to actually grow because you're not trying new things. And I think that's the best thing you can do. Also, if you do get starting to doubt yourself as far as whether people that's actually looking at your work or, or you're feeling appreciated for your work or you don't feel appreciated for your work. I think sometimes, you know, just sometimes what you might need to do is, is mix it up a bit and just try something different. And in doing that, you might actually create and get yourself a new audience. And I think it's probably important too with photography. Well, I think it is and everyone might have, you know, everyone has their own opinion on it. But my opinion is that if you're a photographer, you should be able to pick up the camera and photograph any situation so it doesn't matter what it is whether it's a sunset whether it's you know it's it's photographing a birthday party or another type of event or taking a portrait of somebody or you know capturing some products or whatever i think if you wear the you know wear that label photographer i think you have to be able to kind of think about what you can do with your camera and be able to and look, people used to put the labels on, oh, I'm a landscape photographer, or I'm a wedding photographer, or I'm a portrait photographer. So people would sit behind those labels and that's fine. And people, you know, and there's people who just are completely comfortable doing that. But my, I suppose, my thoughts of what a photographer is and everyone's thoughts about what a photographer is is going to be different. So what I think and what you think can be completely different and we're both right because it is a kind of a, one of those things where it is very subjective. Photography always has been, and I think what people take is also subjective as well. So, And I think, like I said, for me, to wear the label photographer, you should be able to, like I said, pick up the camera, or I think you can pick up, you know, you should be able to pick up the camera and shoot stuff. Whatever you're throwing into, you should be able to kind of do a, a reasonable job capturing it. You should have that skill set. I know that's not for everybody because some people do have that, you know, that comfortable place where they are with the photography, they're comfortable, you know, doing the landscapes or doing portraiture or whatever it is that they're comfortable doing, and that's fine. And we all find our we all find our spot at the end of the day. And like I said, some people find their little niche. Some people find something that they're really, really good at and something that they really like. 
and they don't feel the need to go and do explore and do other forms of photography to see what what you know what else is out there because they're kind of happy in that place but for me it's always been I suppose truly been a journey that I've done so many we well I've been so fortunate to, to be able to shoot so many different types of subjects I just feel like I said so that's what's helped form I suppose my understanding of photography and my where I'm at with photography in this episode of Focus, I'm talking about your purpose as a photographer, which we've talked about many, many different times before, but also about who might be appreciating what you're doing and and who's looking at your work. And like I said, I uh, shared a story about somebody posted about how they kind of were, were doubting whether people were actually enjoying or appreciating somebody's work and they got a lovely kind of um reply to say yes it really does i really love what you're doing and like i said i think it's kind of and again for creatives we are kind of love to have that kind of feedback and we don't always get that feedback so it's kind of like i said can be challenging in last week's episode i also i spoke about photography experiences and i thought it was good sharing the the one that i did last week with the sip and shoot concept of shooting so in this episode i thought i'd also share a bit more about some of my experiences i thought people might just be interested to 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 hear some of those things and i could just remember and it was back in uh well it's actually almost 10 years ago next year will be actually it's nine years ago i did a, a speed light workshop and prior to doing that workshop i never i had a, i owned one speed light I very rarely used it. Um, I had it there thinking, oh, yep, I need to have a speed light. Bought a speed light, got it there. And it was only really ever used pretty much on the camera. It wasn't used off camera. Anyway, I felt that I needed to, I suppose, understand or see the benefits of having off-camera flash just to see what can it do for your photography, how can it change your photography, so I did a workshop which was run by um, Canon and was one of the Canon masters. It was done with uh, Daniel Lynette and uh, Daniel does lots of different workshops. So the Speedlight workshop was basically taking us through what we can do with a Canon Speedlight and this, you know, it's going to work for any, any Speedlight on any camera system out there really. But the tricks were using the Speedlight quite often bare head speed light with no kind of modifiers or no kind of tricks happening as far as the light, just using the light to to use to light the light the subjects that you were lighting. And it was actually done at a um the the shoot was done at a nightclub, um, which was a good I suppose good place to do it because there was lots of cool stuff to as backdrops. They had a couple of models and different sets and using the speed lights in different ways. And it really, I suppose, gave you an understanding about light and how you can use um, light to, you know, light your subject and and to bring out certain highlights and and that type of stuff. So, I think it was really it was a it was an all day workshop, which was well worth it because there's a, there is a lot to learn. So, a couple of things that I took away from that workshop, which really were really useful to me, and that was understanding ETTL. And that's, um, you know, electronic through the lens um, metering. So basically 
the 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 flash is adjusted to um, the camera and the flash work in sync together to work out the power. And you know you can set flash to manual where you, the flash just puts out a constant, so you adjust your exposure to suit the power of the flash. But using ETTL it, on on most systems, it works so good that you can let the camera do some of that kind of working out of the exposures and that. So that was really good to kind of play around and see that a lot of the the workshop was actually shot that way. And some and sometimes yes, the speed lights were put on manual and just set to a manual power to be able to just you know pop a little bit of light in here or there. One of the other things which was really useful that I learned from that workshop was powering your flash. And you can go for a lot of research buying batteries, you know, and, and you know, consumable batteries like your alkaline batteries, you're gonna be, you know, churning through batteries and it's gonna be costing you a fortune. So a lot of people turn to rechargeable batteries to put in there. And one of the things that Daniel shared with us was his experience of you know, trying all these different batteries on the market and to settle on a brand. And he, he kind of said, look, I use Antelope batteries and they just work so well. And for me, that was it. So after that workshop, I went out and I bought myself three speed lights and a wireless trigger. I had a, like I said, I already owned one speed light, but it was an older one. And so I bought the newest speed lights that were out at the time for Canon. And then I bought the wireless trigger. And then I went out and I purchased a whole heap of Antelope batteries and, char- and got two charges so I could basically charge eight batteries at a time, which was kind of good. And I'll share one of the little tricks that I did. And on what I did is with each set of batteries, I marked them set you know, A, set B, set C, set D, and I put the date that I purchased them on there. So basically I had, you know, A with the date. So there was four batteries that were in my A group. And then there was, you know, four batteries in my B group and C group and so on. And I ended up, you know, expanding on that. I think I got up to about six sets of batteries. So I kind of had plenty of batteries to to go to use, basically. So that was really worthwhile doing that workshop just to learn about how off-camera flash works, how ETTL works, how things like, you know, batteries, having the right batteries can save you so much drama. And it did, like it just saved me going out, happened to do the research, buying a whole lot of batteries and trying them and then finding that some of them because not all batteries are creative equal. So it's good kind of having those kind of getting that knowledge. And I think that's why you do workshops because the people running the workshops have done stuff before and they've got that knowledge and they can share that knowledge. And, and I think we're at a blessed time with all the information on the internet and all the stuff that's happening out there. You know, you can... You can learn, get so much information where in the past people had to actually do something, fail at it, work out why they failed, you know, then fix it. Now, like I said, you can be fast-tracked because basically someone can say, these are the things you don't do. Don't buy normal alkaline batteries. Go straight for these rechargeable batteries. They're going to give you a, they're going to give you a longer shooting time. They're going to be and, and more economical for you along the way as well because you're not going to be buying batteries all the time so these things are like i said are really worthwhile like i talked about last week about the you know going to that workshop and investing in yourself and that type of stuff so i've done over the years many many different workshops and different things and i think i've always walked away from doing them learning something or or getting an understand better understanding of something or even to the point where 
you know, sometimes it's changed totally the way I think about something because previously I would think a particular way. Then when you see someone else doing something a different way and you can see actually there's benefits in that as well, you know, your way might be fine. It might be getting the results that you're happy with, but then you might find that you can actually get more results by doing it slightly different. So I think it's always good to keep your eye out, see what's around. And like I said, you know, if there's workshops out there, and even if things that necessarily don't grab you at the time, like, I mean, sometimes I've done workshops where it's on a subject that I normally wouldn't shoot. I mean, I've done workshops, you know, working with flowers and still life type stuff, and I don't really do much of that type of, but it was good to good to do those workshops and good to learn a little bit of different, um, I suppose, techniques. And particularly with, like I said, learning a bit of Flash, because Flash gives you some incredible power, like, because you can control the light, you can make, um, you know, if you've got a, a model and you're shooting against a white background, if you're using flash, you can actually turn the power of the flash down so the background is actually is dark. It's, it's there's not enough light to kind of make it make it look like it was a white background, but the flash, you're just firing a bit of flash that's just lighting the, the subject so you're getting subjects lit, but everything behind the subject is too, is too dark and... Uh, also went to another workshop which involved speed lights, but it was actually with motor vehicles. And it was basically how sometimes, you know, they had to shoot a picture of a race car and it was in the workshop and the workshops aren't always a, that clean and tidy or they can be a bit um, dim and kind of not so attractive for photos. So basically the speed light was your best friend because you could use speed lights to light the car and basically turn the ISO down so the background just basically was was dark so it hit all the all the ugly stuff was hidden um, but the hero was lit by the speed lights and the idea about using wireless speed lights is that you could pop speed lights in all different parts of the car like you pop one up behind the in the wheel well or you can you know put one inside the car you can have multiple speed lights triggering so when the when the um, when you take the image you, you're popping some light into some different areas so it's a really cool thing to I suppose to experiment with if you ever get the chance to go and do like a a workshop around speed lights, it's well worth kind of just even if it's something you're not going to invest in speed lights yourself, but it's good always good to I suppose understand the benefits of something and see it kind of firsthand, especially when somebody is showing you all the tricks and tips on how to do it. Like I said, which can save you hours and hours and hours of experimentation with lots of failures so on this episode of focus i've been talking about I suppose your value as a photographer your value as a creative um who's out there watching who's out there listening who's out there seeing what you're doing who's appreciating what you're doing and like i said we don't always get that appreciation feedback all the time but i know that for a lot of people there's actually a lot of people out there who are very you know keen to see what people are up to and what they create so again it kind of does kind of give you hope that there are people watching there are people who enjoying your photography even though you may not necessarily see that if you're at that point of your photography just keep doing what you're doing and like i said try and do do um you know just keep pushing forward and like i said i started talking and sharing experiences about you know some of the workshops that i've done again have a look what's out there what's around you maybe something that you just need to to mix it up a little bit and have something else just something to think about. And like I said, 
doing some type of workshop or pushing yourself again in a different area can really be helpful. As always, we enjoy feedback. So we talked about, you know, in this episode about sometimes we don't, you know, you don't, you know people out there. And it's funny because I get the same thing with the podcast. I get people sometimes will flick me a message and say, hey, I've been listening for the last 12 months. I've really enjoyed your podcast. They've never once left a, left a, a um, comment or anything on the podcast, but they've been listening. And then there's people, like I said, I know now they'll say to me, yeah, yeah um, they'll drop a comment to you in a conversation and sometimes you think, why are they saying that to me? And then you realise it's something you've said in the last podcast, something you were talking about, and that person, they've listened to it, and then they wanted to talk to you about something, and they've just pulled that, that little piece of information on the podcast. So that's really cool. I really do, do like that because I know that there's people out there kind of tuning in and listening, and like I said, anyway, until uh, next episode next week, Keep enjoying what you're doing. Like I said, yeah, I mean, it's sometimes it can be hard. And if you're at that point, I'm just trying to give you some encouragement to keep moving forward. And I must admit, I'm guilty of not giving people feedback. Sometimes I'll see someone that I follow and then I'll, I'll, I'll think to myself, I must just, you know, comment on a couple of their photos and say, hey, I really love what you're doing because I know you're not getting a lot of comments, but you actually put a lot of effort in. So sometimes I like to reward people's efforts. So again, that's something you could actually do to help your fellow photographers by going out there and when you see someone out there doing something and they're putting a lot of effort in and you're seeing they're not getting much um, you know, in the way of kind of feedback, maybe be, you be the person who starts it and gives them some feedback. So spread the, spread the joy around. Till next time, enjoy your photography and we'll talk again soon. See ya.